This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. Tonight, we discuss the final veto competition of season 23. Who will win? And will Xavier and Big D grill Kyland? Or will the gentleman's agreement remain in place? We also discuss the first round of the final HOH competition. But first, please welcome your host, Adam. Well, hello everyone and welcome to But First. I am your sole, uh, well, I'm not your sole host, but I mean, Fatty's not here, so... I'm uh it's kind of dumb to welcome someone who's not here. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I thought it sounded very nice. Yeah. Um so anyway It does yeah. sound it sounds so much better without the big fatty in that <laughs> intro, actually. <laughs> oh so Ooh. rude. How Come dare on. you? Yeah, we How dare you numbers? We can't be nasty to anyone. Especially not the big fatty. <laughs> they're they're dropping like flies. We lost Chris. And uh, mid-season, and then we, you know, and then we, well, Archer was well, gone I was for gone while, for two weeks, yeah. And, you know, Fatty's gone now, and, and Moose is out. I guess, I guess Moose will be back for the final. Um, That's what I wondered. Is he going to return for the final? Because we need to hear what Julie was wearing that day, or yeah. when, when that well, happens. I'll fill in. I, I, I took note. Oh, good. Okay. He good. didn't. He didn't <clears throat> say. I, he said he was going on a little trip, so I assumed he would be back, but who knows? Who and Big Fat will be back for for the finale, right? No, will he? I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I, I don't, don't think know. so. I think he was going to be gone for two weeks and not not doing or something oh, like that. Yeah. Well, he will miss the big one then. Because he said we'd have to tell him if he won the contest. Which, by the way, I have no news on tonight, so don't even ask. Okay, so we're joined, <laughs> not by Big Fatty, but we do have Archer. Hello, Archer. Hello, thank you. I, I want to apologize for being gone for the last two weeks, but I was in Tennessee with family and COVID. We did dock your pay. Wait. Thank you for doing that. You had COVID? But I'm glad. No, I did not have COVID, but I am sure I was at an event where COVID was present. Oh, oh I see. In Tennessee. <laughs> there used to be a um, a commercial for Tennessee, and it said something like, Come to Tennessee, we're playing your song. That, I would not recommend their, uh, anyone go to Tennessee. That was their uh, little ad they had on TV. You know, states sometimes have ads for like, mm -hmm. you know, the tourism board or whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we're also joined by uh, Faye. Faye, what is the uh, Canadian tourism board's uh, theme song? Uh, it's probably is a song from Trooper, the only Canadian band that anybody would would use in a background vocal. Hey, uh, I want to know, did what did you get mittens for his birthday? Did you get yourself that microphone arm? You didn't listen to today's show? Oh, no, I, I didn't. get. I've always had this microphone arm. I need to get a new one because it's so squeaky. Well, that's I know. Why... Well, that's what I heard in one of your shows. I thought maybe yeah. you might have got yourself a new one for no, his birthday. I... No, this is the old one. Um, no, I got I got myself a Vitamix for his birthday. 
Oh, good for you. Um, but and I haven't even taken it out of the box yet because it came on Sunday and I haven't um, had a chance. But That's two days ago, you should have taken it out of the box uh, by now. The box is sitting downstairs. But um, I got him Hamilton tickets. That's right. Oh, that's in, what that picture was in about. New yeah. York. In New York. Ooh, right. So, oh, so you're uh, taking Moose's advice. Yeah, yeah. I, we, you know, we want to take a trip and we always take one around Thanksgiving and I, and we avoid things we've already done. But really, New York has so much to do. And we've done an island recently. So I thought, you know, I'm just going to pull the trigger. I'm going to because he loves Hamilton. And I thought, well, what better way to see it than in New York? Those are some expensive. Wait, wait, isn't that the only place you can see it? Well, there's a, I don't know if they've started yet, but there's a touring company. There is. Uh, And they're coming to Arkansas next spring. But I thought, well, we should see it in like the, uh, I'm assuming it's still in the original theater it was in and like all that. But you're not seeing Lynn Miranda. Miranda, Yeah, I know that. Manuel Miranda. I wonder if the touring company is coming through the hinterlands. If oh, they Sam. Did, they might hit what? Albany, but I would doubt it. We're, uh, if they did, they'd hit the proc. I think that was a hint that I was supposed to introduce you as well. But <laughs> like moving in, on. <laughs> but in my defense, uh, Faye, you asked me a question. So I was just answering yes. it. We're also joined well, by that... Sam. Hello, Sam. Hello, everybody. Hi, Sam. It's so good to see you. Oh, yes. Last week, my camera was having issues. I, I swapped wasn't it. here last week, but it's just oh, good wait, to see you. Right. Archer's microphone wasn't working last week, so uh, I wasn't yeah. here last week. <laughs> well, oh, we just go. we just thought you were, you know, but, quiet. But but we're down to three people there in the house on Big Brother. True. You know, that's what we're doing. This this show is reducing hosts <laughs> as the house reduces members. <laughs> So we've already voted out Big Fatty and Chris. You know, yeah, yeah. We're just we're just gonna have like two people on the final episode, and then by the end of the episode, it's it'll just be you be and one. Sam. It'll just be one. <laughs> so, uh, I'd like to say thank you to my family and to all the other hosts on this show. <laughs> I respect you all, and nothing. It's not personal. Please vote for me. I want to thank God for bringing me here. Getting me to this point in this show. I want you to know that I love each and every one of you. And I have nothing but all of the respect in the world for you. And I know we're going to be great friends outside this house. Outside this podcast. Well, I want you all to know that Faye has been talking shit about each and every one of you behind your back. And uh, if you want to stay in the house, it would be wise to choose me instead of Faye. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Faye, where have you been talking shit about us on your podcast? Because Oh, just, yeah. Yep. I just listened to your podcast today, and I didn't hear anything bad about it. Because you didn't get the secret track. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, I guess I'm not the an alternate. Expert. The alternate track. All right. Well, well. So, uh, all right. We want to get started on our recap. I don't know who's uh, Faye was going to be out. So is it Sam or is it who is it? Who has well, no I can get us. I can get us started. Let's see. We are up to episode thirty-three, Wednesday, September twenty-second, where we left off the previous time. Uh, we had the big, big, the the Big Brother Crime Lab. We had the matching game, and Xavier won head of household and put Aza and Kai on the block. 
um, he nominated Kai and Ozzy to make sure that he and Big D make it to the final three because from like a long, long time ago, uh, Big D, he, they had a final two and I'm going to have to go on mute and let Faye take Okay. One, one, hey, you're not on mute. <laughs> what the fuck? There you go. <laughs> Love that trail. Oh, the true soul comes out off that mute button. Okay. Kyland oh, has anyway, said. That was my brother in law. <laughs> Kylan wants to go to the end with the best, he says, which is why he saved. Xavier in the last you know, week, I guess. It's Aza's first time being nominated. Um, Aza asks Big D, do you have a final three with the guys? And Big D lies up and down that he does not. Um, I don't know what else here. Kylan is sniffing everything. Do you remember seeing this? Oh my god, yes, bit? that was gross. <laughs> it was very strange. He eh? was putting his I he mean, was the actually way he was... putting his nose on it, like putting it not like a couple inches away. He was like putting it up against his nose, up against and, his face. And then he put those like those uh, fajita, those um, tortillas. Tortillas. Tortillas right back in the bag and set them back. I'm like, if you rubbed your face all over those tortillas, you have to throw them away. Yeah, or eat them. Something. Or even yourself, um, right? And I actually noticed this is really not relevant, but um, at the same time, Xavier was over at the kitchen at the table eating what looked like ten sandwiches. I don't know how many it was, but it was. <laughs> but he wasn't eating the crust. Did you see that? He wasn't, oh no, I didn't he was see only that. Eating the bread part. Um. So I I want to say, and I don't know if I talked about it last week or not, but um. And I guess it doesn't matter, but you know, it's funny to me that. We never saw any interaction between Xavier and Kylan where Kylan was like, hey, man, why'd you put me up or anything like that? Because and I don't like, you know, I know it was really up to the veto, so I know it didn't really matter. But I felt like Kylan would have been like, well, you could have put Big D and Aza, you know, because you and I have a final two. And why are you doing that? You know, and but he didn't they didn't show us any of any interaction like that that I saw. I have the same question about that because Kylan the week before took Xavier off the block. Remember? Yeah. And it was like, Kylan was like, well, well, maybe he will reciprocate by taking me off the block, but he didn't. And that gave Kylan a huge question mark about their whole, um, you know, final two kind of thing. And I thought, well, how, I don't know how, uh, Xavier is going to explain that to Kylan. Yeah. Well, I mean, first he nominated him and then, yeah. So anyway, that was my only, you know, it's, these are very light episodes because, you know, th I mean, they had to show us the sniffing of the various food items to kill time. <laughs> but which was uh, still you know, weird anyway. <laughs> it was. <laughs> that was so weird. It was everything. He, he flossed his teeth. And then sniffed the floss. Yeah. <laughs> Why was he doing that? I don't. I, I thought it was so weird. Like, is he going to smell like decay or something in his teeth by smelling that floss? That was so weird. So okay. So we we hear that Big D 
doesn't want a floater to accidentally win, meaning Aza, not uh, himself. What about him? I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what about him? Uh, I guess uh, Xavier took Aza to the movies to watch CSI Vegas. Which again, all those CBS shit. I don't. I don't think. They're yeah. Oh, I love a, a waste of time. I love, I love a procedural. filling time with that shit. I love a procedural. Are just filling time with that? I'm ready for my old age. I, I'm. I'm. I'm preparing ahead of time because, you know, I, I already love procedurals and game shows. Are you taping Pre- every episode of every CSI version ever? No, I mean, no, I just you can get them online. I st- yeah, you can get them online, you but can I stream I, them later. I did. Yeah. I did eventually stop watching CSI, but just a procedural format, a week to week format. I love it. But yeah, I'll have you know, being when you get retired, like me, and I'm me. in my, I'm in my RV this week, and I have a satellite. I have a satellite <laughs> receiver, and and. I loaded up my PVR for my satellite with 366 programs, oh my 60 of which are movies off of the Women's Network for Mr. Anderson. But anyway. <laughs> Is okay, Mr. Sam. Anderson a woman? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only sometimes. I'm teasing, of course. <laughs> Who's the girl? Um, okay. Uh, Sam, do you want to take us through the veto competition? Uh, yeah, Big D apologized, and we are up to the veto, which is the BB winning days. And this is the seesaw event, and I actually rather like the way they set it up, because everybody was in their own little um, cubicle, basically, with their own little teeter-totter, so they could only hear their uh, housemates, they could not see them. And essentially, you had to figure out what day an event happened. And as soon as you figured out what day it was, you had to take little rubber balls like we all played with in grade school that had the funny texture on the outside and add up various quantities like there's there's tens and fives and threes and ones. And you have to add up to the day it was and then walk them to the other end of your teeter-totter, which has a spoon sort of depression to keep them, and walk back. And you have to walk the balls one at a time. So the higher the number, the harder this is. And the big secret is to to very carefully maneuver your leverage. So they begin. Uh, Do we care about what any of this is or how, how it works out? Basically, two strikes and you're out. I would say that we don't necessarily care for the actual, uh, how they were doing that. But I will say that one thing about the, the teeter-totter thing is that in years past, and I know all of you have watched Big Brother in the past, they were much more careful. I don't know if you watched this this time, but these guys were like, like letting that thing slam down on the ground and the balls would jump up and they would fall out and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, these guys are not as careful as previous seasons have dealt with this um teeter-totter thing and the and the the bowl or whatever that holds the numbers they they were much more careful in previous seasons these guys however just, just let them slam it was slightly different in previous seasons because in previous seasons they had to fill them up with like a very large amount of balls 
and in this one was different because there was a limited number of balls. You know, yeah, but do you think the bo- the bowl was deeper in previous uh, previous times or this time? I don't think so. I think it was. I a, think it was the, the same. Exact same. Um, yeah. And it's, it looks like a shovel, kind of like a big. It huge does look shovel. like a shovel. And yeah. Uh, yeah, the only thing I noticed was what Faye said was that I don't recall them doing this version of this game before. Normally, it's just either how many can you get, who can get the most, or in in a certain amount of time, or something like that. And this one, I liked the fact that they changed it up and, you know, actually had a, you know, oh, you got to get the correct number and they have to not fall. Like, I, I liked that twist. But uh, well, And like yeah. Sam was saying that they that it was um, where they had divided the whole back backyard so that they couldn't see how others were doing. I think that was new, too. Yeah, it was. I wonder if that was because it. I guess it wouldn't be a COVID thing because they've all been quarantined for two months now. Right. So I guess it would be so you couldn't cheat. So you couldn't see what your other. Oh, right. So if if you saw someone else's number in terms of the day that they had picked, uh, that's probably a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually surprised that Big Big D was doing so well. And he was only beaten out by, in a couple of situations, mere seconds. Yeah. I only like one he only missed it by like one day. I was surprised he could balance on that little uh, beam. Right. Oh, yeah, that too. So, yeah, he will perhaps that's a good point too. So in the end, uh, in the whole thing, uh it was it came down to being between Xavier and Aza in the end. And Xavier wins it. And finally, Kylan is now getting the clue that maybe he should have voted Xavier out a little, you know, any time before today, right? Yeah, I don't know why he waited to to think that because he already knew that Xavier was a tougher competitor, you know, in a competition instead of a Big D or Aza. Well, I'm just, I'm really I've been surprised the whole time that they voted out. Really, even Tiffany, I I think I would have thought they would have gone for Kyland and Xavier first, like the whole the whole rest of the and instead they're getting out, you know, Tiffany, who, yes, she had a very good strategy, but probably, you know, wouldn't win. She hasn't won as hadn't won as many competitions, you know, Hannah again, you know, I felt like she could have gone later. But why they didn't try to get out Xavier and Kyland, it was almost guaranteeing that one of those two were going to win. And then why Kylan wants to go with Xavier, like it makes no sense. I mean, but remember it was um, the three girls versus the three boys. And Aza did not put up Kylan and Xavier. She put up um, Kylan and Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. That's she that's wanted. When, that's she when wanted... Hannah left. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, if she had played it better, she would have left Hannah on the group and put up Xavier or Kylan. But I think she wanted to, I think, uh, I think Oz has been with the guys. I don't think she was with the girls. Like I I think I, she was surprised though, that um, she was surprised that they didn't, I can't remember which it was. She thought that um, the noms were going to be, kept the same or I can't I can't remember but she was surprised by something anyway. I think it's because possibly because Big Derek was in her ear so much and she had so much faith in 
Big Derek, he was probably steering her. I guess. Up, uh, away from the guys, right? Yeah, I, I actually I agree with you because even later she she steered him away from the whole male ending part of it too. Anyway, so okay, yeah, should we go runs. on to Thursday? That was yeah. uh, that was the the HOH or the veto comp. Yep. Was it? And then we didn't see did did the did did Xavier use it or did we see that on Thursday? It was the very beginning of Thursday show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sam, do you want to take us through Thursday? Sure. Um we uh, see on Thursday that Julia's with us in a lovely red leather dress, which has a zipper for a neckline, where, you know, the bottom of the zipper is, the, the zipper tab is at the cleavage and one side goes up e to each shoulder. Clean cut, uh, high heels as always, uh, strappy sandal-like with sparkly uh, ankles. And I, her, yes, I want to add one thing when you're done because I have one oh, comment. No, that's enough. That that was the main point. Okay, so it looked like with the zipper that went all the way over the shoulders and stuff, it looked like she was, and and the fact that the dress was red leather or whatever, pleather or whatever, it looked like it was her head coming out of a vagina. <laughs> it, it, the way the zipper was, it looked like her head was coming out of a vagina. I'm sorry, I just had to say that because that's what it looked like to me. <laughs> I didn't get that, but there was a there's a series that I used to read um, where uh, a fantasy series where one of the characters uh, was a um, a type of creature that um, tortured people. It, it was it was women who tortured people and they wore red leather uniforms so that when their when their torturees bled, they didn't it didn't show up on their uniform. So. Ooh, that's even worse than what I said. <laughs> that sounds vaguely familiar. Uh, it's it's by Terry Goodkind. It's a sort of truth. Oh no no no! That's, that's, uh, that's not but true. don't you think the way those zippers were like, kind of like sticking up on the shoulders that looked like she was? I never out remember of what she wore. So I, I kind of liked it. I thought it. I, I thought that for Julie, it was as close to punk as she could get. Well, it was definitely punk, but I just thought, oh, my God, she's coming out of a vagina. Well, <laughs> she still was wearing the cross, but I felt like the chain that the cross was on was too tight. It was like right up on her neck. Like there, it was not. But it, but it was small, so you yeah. didn't have to. It yeah. wasn't very big. Yeah. Anyway. So this is Big D letting... Um, we we have the recap and it, this is all basically uh la 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 big d under stress um the recap is that big d should he be he could be on the block he could have to vote kai's all stressed because he's the most vulnerable um we hear that x wants kai out finally and Kai and and we figure this out because Kai, Kai figures it out too because he goes to X and tries to get reassurance. But surprise, surprise, X does the same thing to Kai that he did to Brittany early in the season. Isn't that ironic? And Kylan's like, I don't understand why he couldn't just give me a straight answer and all. And I'm thinking, huh, huh karma you know it's, it's exactly what kylan does when people ask him questions that he doesn't want to answer 
That's true. And Kali was just like, he kept, before he would leave the house, he kept looking at everybody like, what are you guys doing? What are, are you sure this is the decision you want to make? And I thought, oh my God, poor Kyle, just just you know, walk out the door and let it go. Anyway, he's—I I don't know. It's—I just thought, how? What's the word? Um, you know, basically, you know, he's upset that someone's treating him exactly the same way he was treating other people. He was I can't think stunned. of the word. But oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, hypocritical. Hypocritical. He's like all irritated with Xavier, and it's exactly the way he treated Brittany and several other people. There were several other times where people would offer him an alliance or something like that, and he wouldn't give them a straight answer. He'd be like, oh, that's a cute name for an alliance, but he never would say yes or no. You know? But remember, he he took Xavier off the block and was expecting Xavier to do the same thing when Xavier never said that he was going to do it one way or the other. Yeah. Right. Did you and did you guys all I know we talk about this every year, but I swear it felt like the recap the previously on Big Brother was 15 minutes long or something. It's I'm like, man, you have nothing for this episode. The show was the recap. (laughs) Yeah, it was. So we get a bunch of talk about what's gonna do, and the big drama is um Aza, is Big D going to send Aza home or is Big D going to send Kai home? And then we have the big thing with X and everybody's talking to the diary room, blah, 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 blah. We do find out that X clearly feels he is the leader of this band of merry, merry housemates. He is talking about stuff like that and he's worried that Big D won't do what he should do. So he's talking up, maybe he'll put Big D up and let Aza do the dirty work. It's... Uh, and we have another commercial break and we go over to the jury house. Does anybody want to talk about the jury house in particular? I don't think so. Wasn't it just more of uh, oh my gosh, uh, you know, you guys are so great for getting to the top six. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I think it's just they were excited or not excited to see who was actually coming in. They were they were like, oh my God, I never thought you would come out next. Yeah. Especially when it came to, to Tiffany. They were like, oh my God, why is Tiffany coming out now? Because they thought she was like the leader. Right. And Tiffany, and, and we hear again, 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 Tiffany coming clean with the plan. Tiffany telling us about she's going to come clean and how good that's going to feel and doing it. And then she tells us again afterwards how good it felt to come clean about the plan. And of course, everybody's all excited about the plan. But the only thing that is really interesting is that Sarah Beth says, why didn't Aza take out Xavier or Kai when she had the chance? And she's right. And none of us thought about it. No, and you know what? There was never any really comment about that either. It was mostly them at the jury house talking about, but I'm saying in the regular house, nobody really no. even questioned why Aza didn't put either one of them up. I agree with you. I thought that was weird. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I would have thought Xavier would have wanted uh, Aza to take out Kyland because Xavier is all about other people doing his dirty work and... I would have thought he would feel like Kylan was a bigger threat than Tiffany was, but apparently Tiffany was who he thought was his biggest threat and wanted, he wanted her out first, both Kylan and Xavier. So 
But is it his dirty work or is he just being strategic and getting other people to do? Yeah, that's work? what I'm saying. Like, uh, and you know, for some reason it's rubbed me a little bit the wrong way this season. Not, not anything that he's done, but I've been like, ugh, why doesn't he just do something himself? He like throws all these competitions and get, gets other people to do. But then I think about. It's the blood on his hands. Right. He doesn't want people to look at. But then I got to thinking about it. One of the best players I've ever seen, Derek. I don't know his last name, but the detective. Derek X? No, no, no. From a previous season. <laughs> Big Derek. No, oh. no. One of the Derricks that won a previous season. He's a detective. The police investigator. I was just yeah. going to say the police detective. Was, yeah. We all talked about how, what a great player he was. And he's talked about being one of the better players of all of, you know, Big Brother seasons. That's exactly what he did the whole time. He never made, he never did it himself. He pulled strings behind the scenes. So, Adam, I hate to, you know, uh, break that third wall, but why are you holding an exacto knife on your hand? Because it's here and I'm just fidgeting. I have a, I have a, don't cut yourself. You know, I have a, my desk is, is basically a butcher block. And so it's fun to drop it and let it stick into the butcher block, <laughs> but that makes noise. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I'm He's sorry. Moving on. He's going to use it to open that Vegemite. The other thing from the jury house segment that I want to point out is that Sarah Beth said another smart thing. She said that Xavier, you know, they were, they were talking about Xavier and Kai, and I don't remember exactly what the lead up was, but Xavier ne basically never made me feel bad. She never, he never made me upset. He did what he had to do, but he was always, basically he was always decent about it, but Kai did make me feel bad. So I thought that was interesting. What did and Kyle? What did Kylan do to make her feel bad? I don't remember. I don't remember but either. She has some issues with Kai. I think Sarah Beth has issues. Period. Well, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> well, I yeah. think I think well, she's. I mean, she was his number one or whatever you call it, and I think she's just really up, more upset than the others because I think you mean Sarah, she was her partner his in partner. The, in, Okay. And, yeah, and what I yeah. think is Sarah Beth is not keen on the six um, people of color getting to the top. She, she cares not nothing like that. about that. She is like, I hate this. I, you know, good for them, but I wanted to stay in. I wanted to win the game. And I, and I'm really pissed off that Kylan did that to me. And she's not, the other ones are like, oh, it's admirable, you know, what, you know, congratulations. But she, Sarah Beth is like, uh-uh, I don't care. This is a game I wanted to win. You, you I know, know. And she really can't get over the fact that yeah. it, it all came from Tiffany. Tiffany was yeah. the one who created it. Tiffany was the one who pushed to keep it going all the weeks. I, don't, I, I think, I hate to say it, but maybe Sarah Beth is a little racist. Maybe. But. Just to consider that any time in Big Brother that we see this, we see a large group of people running the house. And we've always, I mean, me personally, I've never liked how the big alliances have controlled the entire game. So, you know, if in a way, as, as long as it's not racist, in a way, Sarah Beth has a point because the whole game has been railroaded by this large group of people, whether or not it's, they're black. No, it's true. I agree with you. I, I think the thing that made it made it a little bit and more interesting to me to watch was the Tiffany strategy, the having a. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. 
Same here. I thought that the whole point of Tiffany, at least the the, the ultimate strategy of the Tiffany um, running the whole thing is that the, the idea of one African-American winning, doesn't matter who of the six it was, one of them would win. I loved that strategy. And she, as everyone has already mentioned and, and the show has already talked about, from day or whatever, week one, she has made this work and it has done very well. And I've totally been behind it. I don't think it's bad. No, I don't think it's bad either. As, aside from the fact that it's, you know, six against. Yeah, but like I said, well, it, hey, it, made it, less, the, it made it less boring because of how they did it. Exactly, and I know they yeah. didn't do it that way. But my complaint has always been, oh, it's so boring. We just have to watch these eight people pick off the other whatever. And it wastes the entire, you know. But this was well, a little more interesting to watch because we're like, oh, they have to send home their, you know, this person. Yeah. That they're, it's, are they going to well, do it? Sh- <laughs> you know? I am sure I'm not the only one when it comes to Chada or uh, Hannah. I know I, this is terrible to say, but is she like a purebred black person or no, she's, she's like a, she's a Indian. mix? She's, yeah, she's Indian, mix. but uh, so is Kylan. He's uh, he's Hispanic and African-American. Or but, black. but Chata is slash uh, half Indian and half African-American. Yeah. Well, because they accepted her like she was 100 percent African-American. Yeah. No, she's uh, Kylan and uh, Hannah are both um, mixed race. I did not know that. Okay, that's good. You to know, know, I think if you had watched the Friday episode, they did discuss that a little bit. I think on the Friday. Well, that episode. Friday episode was all about the uh, uh, like remembering everything that was happening in the show, and I did, I just don't watch well, that one. Before we move forward, though, let's uh, uh, let's talk about the vote um, or or the because uh, well the person leaving. Let's talk about that. Hi. So uh, the. Um, Basically, you know, this is one of those you have to live do it live. So then Xavier, she goes, it's uh, one vote. <laughs> yeah. She, well, she says, Xavier, um, you know, what are you going to do with the veto? He says, I'm not going to use. It. I think they did it all together. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, they did. They did. I'm, You're right. I'm not going to use the veto. We don't get much of a reaction. I didn't think from anyone when he said that. No. Um, now, I'll point out before I go on to who uh, is Mark and I always look at who's dressed up. And Aza was very dressed up she and, was. and Kylan did not look dressed up. And usually nine times out of 10, the person who's dressed up is going to go out the door because they yes. all know beforehand Aza is dressed up. And we're like, Oh, that's interesting because we thought Xavier was going to send home Kylan. Question was Aza, was, was Aza wearing the dress that, uh, yes. that, Oh Yeah. That uh, Alyssa was trying, yeah, trying yes. on. I was just gonna say that. I was say, do you realize that that dress, <laughs> yeah, was the dress that Aza first? I mean, um, Alyssa, what's Alyssa. Alyssa wanted to first wear, but it was a little too tight for yeah. her. Yeah. And <laughs> then Aza was the one who said, "Oh my god, it doesn't matter anyway because there's a little hole in it." <laughs> and I was wondering if she was gonna fix the hole before she wore it on the the final. <laughs> Sam, were you gonna say final something? Three. Yes, 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 yes. Final well, three. That's the thing. I couldn't was saving it for final three. She that's, was. I couldn't remember if she said for final three or if she said for when I, I don't know. I couldn't remember exactly. It what was for she final said, three. And so it that for makes final sense. three. Yeah. Because I. But she must have. She must have sewed up that little hole because I didn't see it on her when she actually yeah. wore it. 
Yeah, she. Well, they showed us in the Friday episode that apparently they can make any request they want when they go in the diary room. Oh, and okay. uh, maybe she requested a sewing kit or something because see, I did not watch of, that Friday. Part episode. of the Friday episode, they were talking, and they they would go in the diary room, and then when they're done, they would say. Oh, is anyone still there? Um, could I get um like three six packs of uh, Diet Mountain Dew, and uh, we need? Uh, can I get some more bread and also um some of those pimple patches that that we had last week? And like they were talking about how they can just go in the diary room and request pretty much anything they I want. I did not see that. That's good to know. Um, so I guess that's how they get supplies. Um, anyway, so. We ha- Mark and I had that discussion, and then anyway, so she says, "Okay, who? What are you going to do?" He says, "I'm not going to use the veto." I really didn't notice any um, uh, any changes in faces, and so no. then Big D has to get up like always, and she says, "Okay, Big D, you uh, you uh, you know, it's it's time for you to vote." And he gives this speech about, "I've told you guys from the beginning, I'm playing this game for me." And, uh, and so this decision is based on what's best for my game, which is what I've been upfront about for the entire time we've been here. And unfortunately, Kylan, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, you know, Kylan, but I'll also call out, this is the only time in the game that Big D has said, I vote to evict correctly. Thank you for saying that because I was wondering if anybody else figured that out. It was the first time he actually said it correctly. <laughs> and I yes, of course we noticed. I don't know if he planned it or. If well, he... I think they prompted him and say, "Look, dude, you've been saying it wrong every single time. Say it right this time." Well, it, okay, if he gets nervous, though, I would assume in the diary room you have a camera like right in front of your face. And you know, like you're talking live on camera, but but maybe he feels more comfortable just in the house in general. And they've got the cameras all hidden around and stuff, and he's talking directly to them instead of talking to a camera. I don't know. I don't know, because that, that the second double eviction time, he totally fucked it up again and, yeah. and left out a word. It's like... Dude, you know you've watched this show for twenty one seasons. Yeah, the last seasons, two times know. he said I evict. And so but anyway, he didn't, he didn't, he say, didn't say I vote. I vote to evict. Yeah. Um so yeah. then Kyland is like not having wow. it. Not having it. Oh, they go yeah. to the door and Kyland get basically gets up in Xavier's face and tells him that he doesn't know what kind of example he's setting for his dead nephew. For his, no, no, no. The did he say dead nephew? He didn't say dead nephew. Oh, no, no. Oh. Sorry. For his but nephew. we know his nephew's dead. Sorry. No, no, no. The dad's, the dad's dead. Sorry. I'm, the dad's I'm getting it wrong. dead. The no, his dead brother. Nephew. I thought it was his brother who died. His brother yeah, died yeah. and the nephew is and still alive. We don't alive. know if it's COVID or not. His, yeah. his, sorry, not the dead nephew. He says his nephew, but the brother had died. Yeah. And he's saying all this stuff. And Xavier's like, uh, you best not be bringing up. You know, my nephew. And then Oscar totally and, and, and Kylan will not stop. And then. He won't let it go. Finally, right. Julie has to come on the microphone and say, I mean, this was like an awkward. It felt like three or four minutes. I don't know how long it was, but it felt really long. It and it was awkward. awkward. It was like, oh, my God, Kylan, get the fuck out of there and leave them alone. Uh, he well, could- he was really, really hurt because. 
not because he got voted out by Big D, because he said he kind of expected that, but he was like, whoa, dude, why didn't you give me a heads up? Yeah. He was furious that X didn't tell him he was going to be going home. And then once he was furious, he let his mouth get ahead of his better judgment and got really vicious. It reminded me of when Sarah Beth went out and she had not a clue that it was her turn to go. And she, I mean, she didn't have the same reaction, but I just I was thinking that Sarah Beth was like, oh my God, I don't, I, I didn't even know I was going out. Well, and, you know, it, it would be nice to know. I think they were a little bit worried um, production, what was going to happen because Julie's like, um, I need you to leave now. I need yes. you to leave now. I need you to get out of there. Like almost <laughs> like was... he was going to get up in Xavier's face and start something. Yeah. Uh, and well, they were too close. Xavier yeah, was being, Xavier was being that dangerous kind of calm. Yeah, you're right. If Kylan had given Xavier any excuse. Yeah, it could have ended up It was going to get really ugly for about 20 seconds and then be done. Um, and, we'd, and we'd only see the fish tank. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, this year it's, a, it's the kitty cats. I don't know if you've been following the feed, oh. <laughs> but it's this year's kitty cats. Oh, that's nice. But yeah, Kai did, yeah. Kai was really hot. He was so mad. And then he just wasn't making good sense entirely when he was talking to Julie. Oh, no. He had no. I don't think he was listening to her questions because he wasn't responding to what she was saying. He. I decided there, the thing I wrote down in my notes is Kai is more than the usual amount of crazy. Well, and he did. I, mean, I don't know if you guys a little mad. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but he right. The dormouse was right, but you know, um, yeah, he was just you know. I understand adrenaline, emotions, all of that stuff, but oh boy, he basically and the weirdest thing is after all of that, yeah, he gets a grip on himself and wants to come back in oh, another yeah. year. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. He was totally promoting himself for he, a future he version asked of to come Big back. Brother. Yeah, like uh, yeah. I'd love to come back. I love the game. Uh, like I'd love Big to Brother All Stars. I'll come back. <laughs> and Julie says, "Expect the unexpected." <laughs> That's always her answer for everything. Anyway, yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, yeah. Right. You know what? I think if Kylan had taken Xavier to the end, like he planned. He would have deserved to lose. And I, I would think, agree with you. And I think Xavier getting rid of or or being the catalyst to get rid of Kylan. I mean, obviously, we know who's going to win. I mean, hello, Aza and Big D. And, and, you know, I mean, unless some fluke thing happens, you know, oh, yeah. but uh, but I mean, you know, him getting rid what of is- Kylan makes him a shoe in. Who? Xavier? Xavier, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. But don't yeah, you think gonna... that the, don't you go think ahead. The, I was just say don't you think the jury is going to see all this and vote for the underdog either Big D or Azai? No, I don't think Why? so. They, they didn't do anything, and it's a game. They've all been talking I up know, Xavier but... the whole season, and I and oh, honestly, sake, could yes. could anyone? Okay, there have been seasons where you could argue that a Nicole or someone I know. 
people hate Nicole, but I mean, there, there, <laughs> Nicole. there, there have been seasons where you could argue that someone has laid low strategically and gotten to the end and there was a strategy and they could point to things that they've done. Aza and Big D have not done crap. But Aza is one who had talked about this whole under the radar well, kind of thing. Just recently, I think it was the last episode or the episode before where she specifically said, I kind of took the under under the radar route on this last you know, couple of weeks. I don't know that I believe that. I, I think she's just happy being dragged along. I mean, that's just my own personal. Because I, I mean, there have been other people who I've seen. Okay, I could do this, but I'm going to lay low here. But Ozzy just seemed to be like laying around all the time and like. To, I, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it's editing. But she, imagine what's going to happen when Big D or Ozzy accidentally wins and they vote out Xavier. How the hell is the jury going to decide who's going to win this game? Because they I got was, nothing. I know. Neither they got one of no them. material to judge on. I was already thinking the same thing. I'm like, as soon as they get rid of Xavier, what is it going to look like when it's Big D against Aza? That's mm-hmm. not a big uh, ratings Who, kind of thing. <laughs> who's How many people, who slept the, le- the least amount? Let's vote for them. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Who I don't was know. I'll take- more hours of the day. Of those two, it was Aza was the least of those two because Big D slept all the time. Yeah, she she was out in the kitchen and doing stuff to keep busy and like that. Anyway, um, the last thing in this episode that was the big one is that we hear that America's favorite house guest, the prize is doubling from 25K to 50,000. Yay. And we have a little thing, a toast to two jokers and a king. Yay. And that was pretty um, pretty much it, except we see that Julie is now sticking to the phrase, love one another. She did say that ag- again. Yes, I agree yes, with you. Yes, yes. That's, that's, she has finally settled on a catchphrase, and that's a nice one. I like it. It's a good Is she going to say it every time, though? Probably. And... At the very end of it, we see Big D carrying on, and he was like, yeah, I do think I'm good. Now, I'll let someone else go ahead and say what you think he said during that little bit, if you were listening. He starts off talking about how I pick a guy over my best friend, and then he goes on from there. I don't know. I, was, I don't remember what he was saying either, but I think it was hard to understand because he was like a little uh, confusing. implying i thought i heard the shirt word showmance used at least once if not twice oh he did showmance and he was having it with he said oh yeah yeah he said he said he said i got rid of my showmance and he said you know too bad i don't know he was like uh, he was talking to kylan he was basically talking to kylan's picture and saying oh i'm sorry i got rid of my showmance but uh you know I, I can't. I think it's only because Kylan's kissed him on the lips twice during the whole season, yeah. you know, oh. and like it was emotional and it was like ooh hot and all that. Well, not I, not hot to me, but I mean to other people. And I feel like Kylan is either gay or bisexual, right? Uh, uh I think he's I, too suppressed. Um, one I don't other think thing, he's out. whatever he is, I don't think he's out. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Whatever he is, he's not out. Yeah. 
Yeah, he doesn't know yet what he is. I I would just like to say, I know we're not going to talk about the Friday bonus episode, but we did see in that episode how Kylan is turning into a bit of a dick. Like, he, they were talking about, they were having a discussion about who cooks the better food. Oz's food is better than Big D's, and Big D was really upset about it, and 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 Kylan was saying, "Oh yeah, uh, Big D, you cook, you cook like simple food. Aza cooks good food." And I didn't see it, so that's bad. And, <laughs> and Kylan, in his way, will not let, will not just stop talking and let the thing settle. He's just like continually. Well, what I mean is, like, he's feeding the fire. Yeah, you're not a you're not a good cook, but you cook okay. <laughs> Did we get to see any of Kai's family? Like, no. It, on the no. family episode, they get letters, but we didn't get to see them at all. Did we? Oh, I no, didn't. we didn't. Remember that one guy, the the the, the dude that won uh, like two years a year or two ago, the the southern boy. With the odd name that had a showman's any Cole, up- uh, the the Marine, the army dude? No, he didn't win. Uh you're talking about uh, I think she's talking about Cole, Cody. Cody. Oh, Cody didn't win either, did I don't no, think. Oh, but no, he Cody had that horrible win. father. I remember how he looked. He won. He won and he couldn't even enjoy winning because his father and mom were coming up from the audience and he was like terrified of the dad. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. But was I... he on the spectrum? The guy that was on the spectrum? No, that guy didn't win either. No, Ian. All right, come on, let's go on. Anyway, yeah, never mind. Yeah. That was a different season. Anyway, I think the same. I think I think there's a, a similar deal with Kai's family. Okay. I think Kai's got some big, big family issues. But moving on, we get to the penultimate episode. Yay! Episode thirty-six. And there was like nothing um, in this episode. Has to tell us that he went Kayonara. this was another episode that like 30 minutes of it were a recap i i was like flying through this one fast forward fast forward fast forward oh good heavens yes now i did want to comment on julie's outfit because our good colleague is not here to do so she was wearing a lovely pants uh pants and blouse combo she had on uh simple black pants with a chiffon and organza blouse, short sleeves, tie bow at the neck, worn asymmetrically. Uh, believe not, not its full bow. But very flowy a- on the arms. She had those. Yes, those yes. It was very, very flowy. Organza, floaty short organza, organza sleeves, very yes. full bell sleeves. And her and- her rest had a lot of uh, chunky jewelry like she's always been wearing this season. She had a different expensive watch on this time because the one she wore a couple weeks ago was silver or or platinum or something, and this one was gold. And someone who's better at watches than I am could probably have recognized it. There was one good shot of it. Um, And she had on a big medallion in addition to her usual cross. Now, was this this one live? Because it felt pre-recorded to me. I think it was pre-recorded too. I'm going to agree with you. Okay. I totally think it was because it was first it was Xavier giving his resume and then it was Aza giving her resume. 
And then they said we were going to have part one of the three-part head of household. But that didn't happen until like three-fourths of the show done. Because all three of them talked about their their own strategies, period, slash, slash, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and And, it was like, oh, I slept because I was laying low, but I pulled strings. And And Oz is saying that she was very quiet and became very um, under-the-radar kind of strategy. Yeah, yeah. And somebody was I, everybody's best friend. I can't remember whether it was Big D or Ozzo. That was Big D. Okay. That was Big D. Yeah. So, and Xavier really didn't even have to list out because he he won competitions. He, you know, I, you know, we well, know he's stronger about, than them. He talked about throwing those, uh, a lot of them in the beginning, but yeah. then at the end he had to actually comp- uh, compete. It was good to see how the cookout formed because apparently it was Big D. Derek's idea, but then all the other people kind of put it, put it like Tiffany put everything together and kept it rolling. <laughs> but she Derek's kind of assumed the, that it's her own idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, they're all going to take credit for it. Can we get to the part where they're riding the giant penises? Yes. Let us <laughs> so, get to the so part where they're riding the Mark, giant penis. Mark has given us the na- the a picture in the chat room of the winner, and it's Jackson. Yes, yes. I totally have not paid attention anyway, to the chat room. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's it's always only Mark, <laughs> generally. But uh, <laughs> thank you, Mark, for being there. We yeah, love you. Was, uh, yes, we do. Mark, you should be on the show. Come, he totally a- should. Yeah. yeah. Next season. He doesn't like to be on the microphone. So That's anyway, bad. yes, let's talk about uh, riding on the, the penises. <laughs> the bouncy, the it's, it's technically called the bouncy boat bash. It's a tilting, uh, elevating. It looks like a rodeo uh, bull. It, yeah, I thought so too. It looked like more like a radio uh, rodeo bull. Yeah. Yeah, so but I can totally see where you get penis because yeah, pretty much because one of now, them's pink and one of them's green and one of them's like a tealish color or something like that. Well, lot, like, lots of things. I can see how shape. Adam I mean, thinks they're penises. I didn't say that. Someone else <laughs> said it before me, Faye. Somebody said it before I, me. I, I was just okay. I Faye, see them everywhere. I see them penis everywhere. fiend. Anything okay. can be a microphone. So, now there were there were some. Uh, unique strategies for dealing with this particular challenge. Aza, I think, had a good had a good strategy because she was sucked right down on that thing. She had a large amount of. I mean, as you uh, do, right? Faye, area. You, you normally suck right down on those oh, things. <laughs> yeah, but if you looked at her face, she like um, got into this zone where she was not letting anyone's. Um, you I mean, know, difficulties again. like Derek, not right next to her, uh, Big D was right. having such a problem. Sometimes. She wasn't letting any of that affect her. And she was like in the zone. Sometimes you have to get in the zone. That's, and uh, she did. Yeah. And yeah, she did. And and Xavier was more upright and just trying to uh, react opposite direction to whatever the, the thing was tilting at. And that he likes was... to ride it sitting on top. You can yeah. tell. And they were all wearing some very nice spandex onesies, but of course oh, yes. they had to have shorts over top of everything. Stupid. 
producers. Um, and we're not surprised at all by the first person out, are we? No, <laughs> not one bit. He did. He. I don't know. Did anyone catch the time? The timestamp no. when he fell off? I didn't get it. On uh, like a minute and sixteen seconds or something like that. No, I don't know. No, <laughs> he was on there for a while. I know, just, he, I he was. Just... He... Oh, go ahead. I thought he might actually like do well at this comp because he was he was staying on for a while, Sam. But you know what? They were not showing the time at all. If you I don't know if you noticed that they were not showing the time. No, they did show when Aza fell off at twenty six minutes. Right, but that was you know half an hour later after. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you were gonna say, Sam? I was going to say that I thought that. The throwing of the starfish and the sharks and the fish looked really dumb. Just it totally. didn't do anything. Why are we doing this? And then, of course, we had to play with them afterwards and have everybody in the diary room saying dumb shit about it. And it's like, yeah, okay, filler, 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 filler. But um, I sure would like to have one of those dolphins though for for the pool that I don't have anymore. But. <laughs> The dolphins were cute. <laughs> they were cute, and they were much bigger than the other uh, the other characters. Yes, they were. So yeah, Big D um, falls off, and then we have uh, Aza and Xavier, and they made it look like Xavier was getting really tired and cramping up or something, and Aza, you know, was focused, and Xavier was giving us this. Oh, she didn't look like she was ever going to fall off, you know, and, and everything. And then, and then basically we cut to Aza slowly slipping down the side of the thing. I thought hers was interesting with, uh, after, since Big D went first and then hers, because she was all, they were kept showing us what she was saying in the diary room. And she was like, I was like holding with my hand, my arms and my thighs and then the next picture we see, she falling off the yeah. thing. So she falls off and Xavier wins, as expected. Yeah. Oh, yes. And uh, so, I mean, there was really not much in that episode at all. Um, no. No, because three-fourths of the episode was them talking about what their strategy was for the whole, you the know, whole overall season. I don't understand why. I mean, I guess I do understand why, but don't you think... To me, I think they could, I bet there's some drama in the jury house. I feel like they could show us more of the jury house when they run out of stuff. You know, I mean, the conversations they have deciding who maybe they're going to vote for at the end or, you know, scheming to try to get your favorite person to, I don't know. I, I have, maybe it's super boring. I don't know. Maybe it is, but. Well, that's well, going to be one hour of the two hours tomorrow, don't you think? Yes. They, I mean, they show a little bit of it, but I mean, well, yeah, they interview them and talk about like, well, what are you guys thinking and oh, all wait, that? But I'm just we thinking. We also have to have the famous person coming to the jury house to talk to people or eat a meal. Dr. Doctor, Rob. Yeah. Dr. Whatever his name is, but also Kyron has to join the, the, um, jury house. the house too. So there could be some, I don't know. They could even, they could first hour. They could even Here's play my... games in the house or something and give little prizes. I just feel like they could add more content that way when they start running out. I'd like to respond to that. Here's my feeling. <clears throat> they have a production schedule and they have a, they have a format for the show and they say, okay, we're, we need 
six minutes of jury house. You camera crew go and get go and get the reaction to the new person arriving in the house. Don't go over six minutes because our production plan and the 22 other seasons we've been has says six minutes and 18 minutes of people telling us how great they did in this episode to get where they are. And then we'll have a, we'll have a 12 minute HOH competition. Yeah. Everybody go. And I think, I think they're just, they, they're too strictly held to this, the format that has air quotes worked. Well, the, maybe, although I don't recall I, people giving us their re, their resumes on any episodes before. No, I know, but new. I was thinking more in terms of the jury house. They don't want to show too much of the debate between the jury members because they, they I remember on the last show, they always show like at least half an hour of the jury debating about who's you know, process was the best and who, you know, gameplay was the best, stuff like that. So I don't think they want to reveal too much of that before that last Maybe. episode. Yeah, it, it would skew. Everyone would know we're all going to vote for <laughs> Xavier. Right. Which, right. you know, and if Xavier is in there in the last, you know, the last two, he will win. I think so. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said that right now, but yeah. All right. That's so. all I have. That's all I got. All right. So uh, I don't know. Are there spoilers, Archer? You know, I was trying to find the spoilers and I can't really find any major story, major spoilers, because if you think about it, this, this, the group has been in this holding pattern since they did the last vote out of Kylan. So there's, there hasn't been any new, well, they do have a part one of the, um, the final, um, Head of household. The second, the second HOH. Right. So um, we know that Derek and Aza fell out on the first part, and we have uh, Xavier who's moving right right away to the third part. But they have not played that second half of the final HOH competition. Oh. That's actually going to be live on Wednesday night. So we're not going to so see it until Wednesday night. the second and the third? Because there are three parts. So second and third are going to be live? Correct. Okay. We'll be live on Wednesday. It's a two-hour episode, so that that will be on Wednesday night. All right. Well, any final thoughts from anyone? Let's we'll make it stop. Well, okay. Wait a minute. You should. We should do a final thing of the three who are in. You know, us, Asa, Big D, or Xavier. Who do we think is going to win? Oh, Xavier. I want. I want Asa to win. I want Ozzy to win too. So do I, but Xavier's gonna win. Xavier's but right, Xavier's gonna win. gonna win. Yeah, and he's the rich lawyer already. He's not gonna need the money. He's gonna well, set up some trust fund for his nephew. Right? Oh, that's right. For his, yeah, that's right. For his nephew. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as I always say to Mark with these competition shows, you realize that once they win, like there's a fifty percent tax on things that you win. So, you know, you win 750000 you're only going to get about 370 something you know, after Maybe taxes. Maybe 400000 yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's not quite That's as... a year's salary for Adam. Big so as it sounds. Why, why bother? Exactly. <laughs> One year salary for Adam. I don't get out of bed for less than a million. What are you talking about? Okay, so, uh, <gasps> a million? No. no <laughs> so what do you uh, do in bed for a million? Uh, a hey, million and a half in bed. Hey, uh, Archer, where can you be found? I can be found at thegeekygay.com. Oh, please. Uh, <laughs> Faye, 
where can people find you if they want to hear about your RV adventures? I can be found uh, talking about the new Audi e-tron car that you want because I <sighs> want one too. I want that. It's so expensive. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I can, I'm not getting one. I don't make four hundred thousand. I'm not getting one either. But you could have one, and then I'll come and teach you how to drive it uh. properly. <laughs> um, you have that 370Z, which you don't even, don't even. Yeah. You've probably it's never got to get rid of that. Thousand RPM. You haven't even said where you can be reached. You can find me at thegeekygay.com. Oh my god, Sam, where can you be reached? I'm Sam in the H on twitter or com. all right well i can be reached at geekygay.com and uh, we can be reached at buttfirstpodcast.com and you can find many more lgbt and lgbtq plus friendly podcasts at pride48.com and from outside the big brother house i'm adam burns moonvez let's listen out let's listen in (laughs) on the house guests good night everyone (laughs) 